take down the Los Angeles Lakers 123 to 100. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay. That's Saul. That's Flex. That's Espo. Gentlemen, it's always a great day to beat LA, right? Oh, I don't care if it's preseason. I don't care if it's in the offseason. I don't care if it doesn't count and there's no cameras. Beating LA is always a damn good thing and tonight was satisfying. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> what you want me to say? Yeah, I, can't. I mean, I already said it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and talk about the game then. So I guess we're all feeling a little excited about this one, or at least Espo a and little. I are. <laughs> um, I was a little bit worried coming into this game, uh, mostly because I'm concerned about Book and Beal, because yesterday at practice, Coach Vogel told us that the main guys were going to probably see high 20, low 30 minutes. They were going to treat this as more of like a conditioning type game. And then all of a sudden, the rug is pulled from underneath us. And the only one of the big three that we get to see is Kevin Durant. Are you guys concerned at all about Booker Beal? You mean the coach didn't tell the truth about what was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I've but never listen, heard this before. I thought what? Frankie Smokes, of all people... Wouldn't lie to us this early on in the season. Listen, you don't know. Listen, you just realized <laughs> that he lied to us. You don't know how many times he's lied That's to us already. Facts. He did kind of quasi sound like he was apologizing and apologizing in pregame about it, though. So I don't feel like this was a I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen, but I'm going to tell you something else kind of moment. Okay. I don't think this was subterfuge to try to confuse the Lakers. I just think this was. Something's changed. Beal's back tighten up a little bit. Why force it? And then at that point, if Book wants a night of rest, give him a night of rest. I think it's that simple. I mean, Beal was trying to pop, lock, and drop it to freaking stretch out that back in the last game. So <laughs> yeah. you kind of knew like the signs that were is there. Fair. Like that is he was fair. squatting on the, in the on the, in like underneath the hoop. We were talking about it. Yeah. Like he was just like, I wonder if his back's bothering him. You know. Yeah. And sometimes you know, like I've had back problems, and like sometimes, man, there is just. Once it starts season up, like it's basically game over. So um, it's, yeah. it's better to be more cautionary than than just to run them through a game that doesn't really mean anything. Right. So, yeah, I, I was brushing my teeth this morning feeling great. And then this is a true story. Brushing my teeth feeling great. Me and my wife going to get some Arizona licenses. And I got a back spasm. Just bending over from washing my face. And I looked at it. I'm like, oh, okay. Things change. <laughs> so things, things change. No, so so I mean things change. Age, that is the friend. most that is the most old man shit ever. Yo, come on. It's true. I got three back surgeries from basketball. It. No, I man. get it, but like I didn't think the best part like, is it's like true story. True no, story. I mean, true she's story. probably watching laughing because I, I went a little too hard on the back molar. and uh, <laughs> I, I got one of those electric toothbrushes that just vibrated everything a little too hard. Yeah, I was out. Oh I was, my God. I was on the IR. So, so right. yeah, th things changed. So I don't think Frank lied. It's just things changed yes. from the last time he spoke to me. Oh, I'm so. just giving yeah, no, Frank I get you, a little yeah. bit of grief. I don't think he's um, that type of coach. He doesn't give me those vibes where no. he's like going to try and be cryptic and like, keep things from you he's gonna tell you what he's gonna tell you and that's the end of it yeah um as far as bradley beal goes with this potential back soreness maybe lingering a little bit how on a scale of one to ten are you guys concerned how where are you at no mm. go ahead, no, go ahead. Okay. yeah I, i'm not concerned i i i mean my my conversations behind the scenes is 
I don't think it's anything. I, I really don't. I don't think it's anything. Yeah, I mean, it's a one. All right, so it's probably one of those things. If it wasn't preseason, he'd go. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried. In preseason, if anything seems a little off, you don't play. It means absolutely nothing uh, in terms of the big picture. So I'm fine with it. I would say I'm a two. Okay. Because I know, like, listen, you know that they're going through therapy. You know that they're trying to stretch him out, make sure his back is good. And if he's still having, you know, some lingering issues as we head into the season, that could be a real problem and kind of linger on for a while. Like, do I have? Do I have confidence that it will it'll work itself out? Yes. But, you know, how long it takes for it to work itself out is still yet to be determined. So um, hopefully, hopefully everything's going to be all right. Uh, Bradley Beal hasn't been, you know, the healthiest of dudes of late. But um, hopefully this is just a little blip. And, and as Espo said, hopefully this, it was just because of preseason and nothing more. Yeah. Fingers crossed that that's the case because – if come next Tuesday, Bradley Beal is not playing, I'm going to freak out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to do it. I'm warning you now that I'm going to do it. Do I know that it's irrational? Yes. Am I going to do it anyway? Yes. I'll make a okay. friendly bet with you. <laughs> Any dinner anywhere in Phoenix for you and Obi if Brad Beal's not playing. Okay, deal. Cool. Okay. See, these, that, these, are, really a bet, these are the kind of bets that I like to get on board with where I have no skin in the game. So yeah. it's just a comforting thing. Okay. All right. Listen. All right. Listen. We're about to draw some fucking lines Flex in the sand today. It. That's not listen, a bet. That's not a bet. That's just, I'll give you something if you were right. That's all that is. That's not, that's right, not so a bet. The bet. What are you going to give him if, if it does go the other way? The bet is then I don't freak out on the show. Oh, there my. There you go. There. You you say it about that. You right, say listen. flex. You were right. Listen, no, yeah. no. I appreciate the information. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> yeah. we can't start. Don't we can't start, start barking orders at flex. We can't so start a precedent here where she thinks she can dominate down, us <laughs> because of some weak ass bet you're making. All right, don't I'm, write my checks bad. for all of us. Okay, my bad. No, flex. Don't apologize to him. You stand your ground. You talk your talk, flex. You do whatever you want to do. I'm totally conflicted now. Now feels like it's the Divorced parents fighting over the kid. Look, what is going on right now? I don't care. Well, right so now, Flex is being the cool dad. I don't care if Flex buys He's dinner. He's in this situation. Lindsay. Let's, let's just make sure we don't call it a bet. Okay. It, by definition, not a bet. You're just simply saying, I'll buy you dinner if, if I'm right. right. That's fine. And then I, I promise that I won't freak out if, if he's not right. Cool. There you Bye. go. Perfect. <laughs> Flex, don't let him bully you, okay? Anyway, back to the game. <laughs> this uh, what? I am very happy, though, with the way that the Suns played in this game. I know the first few minutes of the game was a little bit rough and things were not looking too great there. But they made some changes. They figured it out. And even without Book and even without Bradley Beal and even with Kevin Durant not shooting too hot to start this one, the Suns are deep. I really wish we had we should have screen grabbed some tweets today. Oh, yeah. Man, in that first quarter, there was a lot of hot garbage being spoken on the X today. <laughs> and some of y'all told some lies that were not true today. Let, let's yeah. be fair, though. There was a lot of garbage basketball being played at the beginning. It was of this. awful. Four yeah. for 20. Both they ways. Went, they, yeah. threw a, Both ways yeah. they threw a pass off the back of Nurk's head. Like, this was not this was not pretty. It did not flow. And part of that was because you had Eric Gordon, 
uh, and Grayson Allen out there instead of Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. And yep. I, people need to, I hate when you don't frame it that way. Like you got to realize that's just a weird combination and a weird change to have to make last minute. But first guy off the bench, Jordan Goodwin. And, yeah. And that calmed things down. Yeah. I mean, he came in at the six minute mark. Suns were down four to 12. Uh, and those six minutes that Jordan Goodwin came in, he's a point guard, so he comes in, he, he solidifies the offense, gets things a little bit more smoother, and the Suns go on a 24-12 run. Yeah, and 12, it was 12 No, I'm one. sorry, I'm sorry, 20, 20-8 20 run, right? 20-8. 20 yeah, 20-8 run. They go on a 20-8 run in six minutes with Jordan Goodwin at point guard, and then you bring Eubanks in as well. So um, to everybody's point, I mean, uh, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal are your starting backcourt. Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen are not point guards. Neither one of them are. And you, sh- you saw that tonight. So, yeah, if you don't have Book and Beal, uh, it's going to look bad. But if, you know, if you have those two guys, then the other two guys we're talking about will fit into their 6 7 row, which is what they are, and they'll look good. You know what's yeah. really cool is when you have a guy named, uh, what was his name, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Who starts <laughs> to figure it out, and then he starts to – I think he hit like what eight of his next nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after he started, after everybody five. said that he's over the hill and he is washed up and he's awful. And why did we ever trade for him? Like six minutes into the first quarter. Wait, people were of, going that far of, with of, it. Of, uh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> in wow. The, in, in the, in, 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 six minutes into the first quarter of a fifth preseason game. Holy shit! Are you serious, <laughs> people? Like whoever, all of those people that were doing that, just just take your phone. Go outside, find the closest canal if you live here in Arizona because there's probably not water around you, and throw that bitch in there because you don't need to be on the phone ever. You don't need to tweet ever again. (laughs) Stop. Like, man, we got Kevin Durant, one of the greatest players of all time. He's going to be all right, as you you saw tonight. Are you new here, Saul? This is just what people do in this town. I mean, it is the dumbest of dumb takes. (laughs) I'm not saying they weren't, but that's what they do here. Irrational is what we specialize in. But the 12-1 run to, to end that first was was great. You bring up Goodwin and, and Eubanks uh, there. Goodwin, three assists, three rebounds came in. We'll talk about uh, the personal fouls at, at some point. But Eubanks also two points, four rebounds, two assists. And the Suns wind up tw- up 24-20 at the end of what, what looked like was going to be an abysmal quarter. For mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean th- those guys settled things down. I mean, listen, guys, the Lakers played – their best offense, their best lineup, their starting lineup, and they played them through, to my surprise, until midway through the third quarter. And so if you can't watch this basketball game with this Suns team and the bench and how they perform without booking Bill and, and what, 19 minutes of KD? What did KD play, 19 minutes? Something like that. You know, and you go out here and you blow the Lakers out and you, you're actually competitive and up. What was it? Uh I suppose 64 to 62? 64, 62 with a little over uh, six minutes and 30 seconds to go in the There we go. And that's with the Lakers starter still in the game. And the Suns were up. So, I mean, if you can't come away with this with a positive outlook, I don't know what to tell you. Well, and you look in that second, too. I mean, you bring it up. Kevin Durant figures it out. He goes six of seven Mm -hmm. uh, to start that quarter. Lakers going a thirteen shoot thirteen of seventeen. Like the whole everything switches from the first quarter. Nobody seems to be able to do anything. Second quarter, everything seems to start to fall. I, and yet the Suns shorthanded 
wind up only down 58 of uh, 54 at half despite only shooting 40 percent and a guy that we have not seen much from in the preseason nasir little yeah. comes in uh and and does some good things plays some good defense you know overall i liked everything i i saw in that second quarter from this team they they got in defensively they started finding the rhythm offensively they didn't back down from you know the Lakers starters, and that says a lot about mm-hmm. this group that's supposedly not deep. Yeah, yeah, I think Ooh. that argument needs to go out the door. Um, personally, I'm, so two things from the go ahead. No, no. <laughs> I'm feeling feisty. Though, go ahead, so. Brady. Get, get, get feisty. No, Come I was on. just gonna say, you know, like our bench is deep, and like the only casuals that wouldn't understand that probably live in Denver. So I just like I just our our bench is solid. They're aggressive. They they play hard. They're feisty. They got up in grills. They poke people in eyes. I'm you know, I'm joking, obviously. Jordan Goodwin didn't mean to poke LeBron in the yeah. eye. But the like screenshots looked way worse than I feel like yeah, it was intended yeah. to but be. Like, but like th- we got some dogs in there. And I, I just feel like people are gonna find out across the country like how good this team is gonna be depth wise. Can I piggyback on that? Sure. Please? So I, I think Josh Akogi, Jordan Goodwin, and Grayson Allen at some point are going to cause a guy like Jamal Murray to have a tough stint at some point this season, regular think- season or postseason. I think they're going to cause that guy to have a tough stint. Remember I said that Josh Akogi, Jordan Goodwin, and uh, my boy, Grayson Allen. Just, I'm with it. I'm with uh, it. Saying that. Well, you um, know, I, I honestly, I feel like Jordan Goodwin uh, and Josh Akogi are everything that I just don't see the Denver Nuggets being. They're tough. <laughs> They're defensive minded. They're hardworking, and they don't they don't care about anything but being great basketball players in terms of being bench guys, being role players that can go out there and do anything for your team. Damn, that's a great point, brother. You know that's your best point ever, Espo. I try, you know. Let's go. That's so, called teamwork, baby. Couple Let's go. things <laughs> from the chat. <laughs> uh, Animal TV said KD is developing a habit of starting games with cold shooting. To be fair, at least in his short stint with the Suns so far, there is something to be said about that. I won't say every single game, but we've seen it a couple times. Yeah. Is that concerning to you, or no. do you think it's not a big deal? It's not no. a big deal at all. No. Again, yeah, who's? Oh, go, go I you get know who's it. one of the best first quarter. Scoring performers in the game, Devin Booker. So he can do that. KD can get hot well, in the second. They all can feed right. in the third and, and fourth. And I wonder if it's like because he – I'm not saying that this is the case, but is he mentally trying to defer to Devin knowing that Devin can get real hot in the first quarter and then that's like throwing him for a loop or is it just kind of one of those things where sometimes it just happens? I just think sometimes it, it might takes, be going too deep with this. I, th- I just think sometimes it takes a little bit for the Indica to set in and then you, just, you, know, <laughs> you get adjusted, you get the speed of the game and then you're like, oh, let's go, um, baby. Let's go. I, I see you, KD. I see you. <laughs> you know you know what? So we're all Suns fans and we watch Suns games and I'm sure we all watch around the league when, when, when Suns aren't playing and stuff. I had... The privilege of being in New York, New Jersey, and I watched a lot of Brooklyn games before the Suns games. And this is new. Like, KD would do it in Brooklyn. He'd start over 4 over 5, and then, like, he just did night, rack off 10 straight. Um, So I, it, that's just something about his game. I mean, he kind of works himself into the game. But, I mean, what is the average for his career, dog? I don't know, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So, so at the end of the day, that's I think that's something that he's been doing for quite some time. 
and he's KD. So he'll he'll he works himself into a game. That's just the way he plays. Uh, as long as KD, I don't care how he starts. If he finishes games like KD has finished games in his career, he can start 0 for 5 for all I give yeah. a damn. It's not going to matter. Yeah. Then the next thing is Will asked if the Lakers preseason home game can be played in Palmdale or Palm Desert. Palm Desert. Okay. Palm Springs. I was like, I know it's not Palmdale, but I can't remember what it's called. Palm Springs, Palm Desert, whatever. Can Flagstaff get a Suns preseason game? I mean, that'd be electric. But I... how, how about this? How about this? Listen, I hope hopefully we win some fans here today because I know we have a section of people because of Gerald that, that, that watched the game in New Mexico. Why not do a game in New Mexico? Damn. Like us and the Nuggets meet at the halfway point in, you know, like in Albuquerque and we play at the pit. Ooh. That would be pretty dope, too. Ooh, that would be like you're just trying to win brownie points with Gerald's parents. So they go to a game. <laughs> oh, first of all, I don't need to win brownie <laughs> points with his parents. His parents absolutely love me. <laughs> These are facts. Um, I think that's a dope idea, actually. Me halfway and, and let's bang out. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I'm not mad at it. Um, I'm not totally on board with it. Okay. Why? I don't know. Because then I got to drive to New Mexico, and you know I hate did, driving. Did you drive to Palm Desert? No. We'll no. be sitting here while they play in New Mexico. <laughs> you know we're going. <laughs> you know we're go. going. Come on. I don't want to go to New Mexico. It'll be a whole caravan. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest thing is I don't know if Flagstaff has an arena that the Suns would feel confident or comfortable hosting an actual preseason game in. Because there were, this one, what they said on the broadcast, this one just 10, got built yeah. a, hockey a few year years old, ago or something like that. 10,000 yeah. seats, it's hockey a hockey arena. arena. Yeah. And okay. a lot of people also going back to KD and the early start thing, which I'm not saying this is an excuse, but a lot of people did comment on the sound of that rim Oh, oh, it was it bad. Was terrible. And how it was bad, bad it looked it and sounded. <laughs> Although I'm just going to throw that out there. I, that, a lot of times that sound on the rim means it's a soft rim. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, as a shooter, I love soft rims. So, I mean, I didn't mind those. But, yeah, they were they were really bad. Churches. On both ends, you can hear it rattling on every shot like yeah. three times, four times. Um. So, people are saying the football stadium can easily host a court. But, like, this, that's where any of you would basketball players. Would that where you would have that, to do that? that? Yeah, that's where the. But that, how many people fit there? It's a football stadium. Oh, they put it in the actual death. football? Yeah. Oh. That's, that's where that's the where Suns used to hold their scrimmages when they yeah. did. Pre or when they did training, training camp, camp. Up there. I mean, I've been to yeah, training camp up there, but I don't think we did them. Um, you didn't do a scrimmage. No, we didn't do scrimmages yeah, yeah. after that. Yeah, because I was thinking the gym that we were in is definitely like you're not fitting no, anybody. They in used there. to do a full fledged like purple versus white scrimmage. Yeah. Barclays first oh, year, yes, year, they used yes, to do that all the yeah. time up there because they would get their wind up up there. Yeah. I just didn't know where they did that. Yeah. In, the, in the sky. Dome. Okay, well yeah. then there you go. My bad. Y'all got all the answers. That's why you guys are in my inner circle, and you should also be in Circle K's. Inner circle because they got all the goodies. Did you just and do that because Max walked in? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, it just really worked out perfectly or terribly, depending on your thought on that transition. But you should definitely sign up for Circle K's new free membership program. Some of the perks you save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. You get every six free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, and so much more. So join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle Cap. Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. Also, I know Saul told you about this either earlier this week or last week, but our new partner that we want to welcome in, Soul Savvy. Soul Savvy is a super dope 
uh, mm. app and website that you should be tapping into. They've been around since 2018, and their mission has always and stayed, always been and stayed the same, and that is to get sneakers into the hands of people who love them the most. Yeah, a couple things about we Soul love Savvy. a sneaker plug. Yeah, absolutely. Soul Savvy uh, not only will hook you up with the dr the latest drops in terms of when to uh, get on the list or get into a lottery or whatever. You can set alerts. Uh, for each shoe drop that's about to happen, they have a whole list of when each shoe is going to drop. But also they have exclusive drops that are uh, that are select to just Soul Savvy for any of the premium members. Like um, I've gotten a couple shoes off of there that I'm going to break open for the sun season uh, starting next week. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And you get those shoes at cost, not at the inflated price that you'll get from Ooh. second or third vendors. So I'm telling you, like, you know, when the Devin Booker shoe drops, for instance, if you were not able to get it in person, um, uh, you know, you can go onto the app, set an alert. When the shoe drops, it'll alert you and you can buy those sh uh, those shoes right off the bat straight from for, uh, direct from Nike at the cost that they're supposed to be instead love of retail. in the secondary really? market. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so what you're saying is Soul Savvy is going to be better to me than Flex is. I'm going to be able to get my book. Chapter one, <laughs> I mean, they're definitely a good resource for you to look for your right. book, chapter right. ones. Absolutely. I and always, uh, you I, guys should sign up for Soul Savvy by visiting soulsavvy.com slash all city or by downloading the Drops by Soul Savvy app. I, I, I always have a, um, you know, something that I live by Espo. Mm -hmm. I never let another man buy my own shoes. Well, he's not going to buy them. Well, you know, give me buy whatever. doesn't matter. I'm, I live take by, care of your own business. I live by a different rule, Bookman. If anybody wants to give me free shit, I will take it. If it's free, please give me three. Hey, I'm from the hood, man. I don't argue with free. No, ever. absolutely not. Also, but I'm with Book. I get that. I see that song. I respect it. I did completely just forget that they did have scrimmages when we did training camp. They were in Prescott, though. That's where they were. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I Five just years ago, that. it was tough to remember, huh? Dude, you're, it is. <laughs> it is. My brain is getting a little old. I had to shoo some stuff out to make room for new ones. I totally forgot about the NAZ Suns. It's been so long since we'd had a G League team. Anyway, back to tonight's game. Let's go ahead and name our big, bright, shiny star. Our big, bright, shining star. And tonight we're going to give it to Nasir Little. He had 11 points, four rebounds. He was five of seven. And he also um, played 21 minutes tonight. And this was the first time that I feel like we got to see Nas contribute offensively like this. And we talked about it earlier this week in the fourth preseason game. He, he seems like he's getting more and more comfortable out there. You look like a big, bright, shining star, by the way. We I know. I keep hearing it. I keep like seeing it. Right Respect, now. my guys. I, I love – there was a sequence in the third that I really loved from Nasir. He grabbed a rebound, kicked it out, ran the floor, got rewarded by, by running the floor, crashing the lane. Grayson Allen, I believe it was, hit him with a pass. He got the poster dunk. And to me, that was what we had been – we had heard about this kid's great athleticism and his motor, and he saw it all in one play there. I really – Really liked what I saw from Nasir Little uh, in the opportunity he got tonight. D do I think he'll be in the rotation? It's going to be tough for him, but I'm glad we saw uh, saw some of that potential tonight that everybody told us about when he came here from Portland. Yeah, we, we had a little conversation about Nasir before the game kind of got into the groove. And, you know, I, I think we were talking about how 
you know, it's in between the ears with Nasir. And I'm, my my answer to you was I, I thought he was just like in his own way, in his head a little bit. Um, and today he played like the guy that I saw a couple years back with the Blazers. I mean, it, this kid is good, man. But he's got to get out of his own way. He's got to play free. He's got to play confident, be comfortable in his abilities. In the first uh, four games of the preseason, I didn't see that. I saw a guy that was timid. A little scared, deferred. Today played, and that's a good sign. Now, is it going to roll into the regular season? We'll see. I think there's a couple things that you can take away from Nas uh, that you can take away from Jordan and Okogi. Uh, They do not back down when it comes to playing defense. Um, You saw a couple instances where Nas was matched up against LeBron, and he did not back down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And surprisingly, he he didn't look physically outmatched. When he was next to LeBron either, which is saying something like, so he's a bigger kid than you think he is. Um, And, you know, one of the things we always talked about is, you know, we we, we were kind of joking about Chris Paul, you know, next Tuesday, having to back down Jordan Goodwin to get across half court, um, which slows you down. Right. LeBron found himself in the same situation against Nas. um, And that's something that's encouraging. Now, the one thing I will say is it was kind of it was kind of odd that Nas didn't get as much run. Um, as he did tonight in the previous four games. And yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know if they really felt good about Nas in that in that lineup um, or if they were showcasing him, maybe setting something up for a potential trade or something like that. I have no idea. But it was a little it was a little odd that he hadn't been one of the first five off the bench in the previous four games. And then tonight, boom, he got, what, 30 minutes yeah, tonight? Like he got a lot of play, playing time tonight, uh, showcased it. And you can see why the Suns do like him and wanted him in that trade because he showed you some of those intangibles um, and really just that that physical ability. So I feel like with Nas, they could go either which way. I think the Suns could hang on to him for a little bit of time to really see what they've got with him, help him develop and grow even more within his game. But I also think the Suns are not afraid to flip him if the right deal comes across their table. And Nas is one of your most tradable assets at this point because of the amount of money that he is getting paid this year. And I I don't know that it's necessarily how they feel about him as a player or more. So it's just, you're kind of that guy because of your contract as well. I just, I don't know that they're going to make a move now. I mean, I'm not even sure we know what the deficiency, uh, if there is one on this roster is yet. So I, I think, I think you might be prematurely trying to solve a problem that isn't there. Like, I think you're going to have to play a month or or two with this group to understand, is there an area that we have to be concerned with that you have to try to figure out a way to fill before, uh, before the trade deadline sometime between that December 15th, where, you know, half the league becomes available in deals and that, and that trade deadline. I don't think I'd make any kind of move. Uh, too early with that before you know what you're dealing with. Oh, 100%. I'm on, I am in total agreement with you. I think the Suns should hang out, again, unless they feel like whatever deal comes across their table is one they just cannot pass up. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, down the yeah. line, it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if that right. was something that happened. Um, the chat also wants us to give love to Drew Eubanks. Don't worry, guys. We were getting there. We promise. Mm-hmm. You just had to wait for the show to continue to uh, develop here, but Drew Eubanks tonight, he played 16 minutes. He had 17 points, two steals, nine rebounds, and six assists, you guys. And a lot of people in the chat are talking about that being a very pleasant surprise from Eubanks tonight. Seven points. I wish he had What did I say? You said 17. Oh, my bad. Seven. Seven. When Drew Eubanks signed, I said 
and said multiple times afterwards that he was going to catch several bodies mm -hmm. this year. And we saw body yes. number one tonight, Rui Hachimura up in the yeah. up in the clouds. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you know he was baptized. There you go. <laughs> Um, I knew that was going to happen, just much like I said, Bradley Beal will be uh, a fucking boss this year. I still believe that. So uh, Drew was fantastic. Physical. Yeah. Um, the passing. Yeah. Like, I know everybody wants to talk about how, how he was banging on dudes, but like the passing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not expect that. Mm -hmm. I did not know he had that in his bag. Yeah. That was fantastic, too. Three beautiful backdoor mm -hmm. cuts that led to dunks. Yeah, that was that was the guy I was most impressed with tonight. Um, I do think I, I think there's a little bit of like I, I think people already jumping the gun saying Eubank should be the starter. Here's my We're back to this. No, no, I, I'm just saying because I'm I'm no, reading no, some of the stuff. Well, yeah. every Nurk had a little bit of a rough game. He did. So he I get it. why people jumped to that. But I feel I feel like this city, it, much like backup quarterbacks, the backup center, everybody gets infatuated. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. See, so I mean, again, me and you talked about this while we're watching the game. There are gonna be nights where Nurk is going to have trouble. There, there will be nice matchups. specific matchups will give Nurk some trouble. You're not going to play Anthony Davis every night. Okay. Um, tonight we played Anthony Davis and that's a tough matchup for Nurk. There may be a hand, maybe how many of those guys in the league exist at this point? Maybe like four or five, four or five, or right? Maybe. So you, you maybe got four or five guys that will present that type of matchup on those nights. Here's the beautiful thing. You just, hey, Nurk, you're having a rough one. Let's bring the boy Drew Eubanks in. And he just gave you a glimpse of what that would look like. Mm -hmm. So there's not much of a drop-off. And the passing ability is where I'm very impressed because that's what Nurk does great. So if you're going to just bring Eubanks in and he's just going to fill the void like that, uh, that's pretty good. But on most nights, Nurk is going to be fine. And Eubanks, for my money, is going to be, at the end of the year, we're going to look and we're going to say Eubanks is one of the better backup centers in the league. Well, he's an energy guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he led the team with those six assists. Yeah, that's impressive. Saban Lee had four. That was the closest guy. I think Nurk had two. more. Nurk had eight rebounds, no assists oh, rebounds. tonight. My bad. But uh, six, six God, assists. I can't read. Leading, <laughs> do you need glasses? Apparently. <laughs> Shady Rays does prescriptions, Lindsay. That's Shoot. all I'm saying. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, six assists leads the team. Those nine rebounds uh, were fantastic. This kid just went out there and showed uh, his ability to hustle and everything we heard about him from, again, from his time in Portland, he showed tonight the two steals as well. Uh, I I think he is. It pains me to say this. He's an evolved version of Jock Landell. He's a guy that that will go out there and give you that yeah. effort, but can do more than Jock did on the floor for you. He's more versatile. But why does it pain you to say that? Because Jock was my boy. He loves so. Yeah, Jock. but Eubanks is about to be your boy. Yeah, I haven't met Just Drew. Just give yet. it time. I gotta Esco, talk to Drew, and then I can started. move on. All right. Yeah. My gosh. You, you know, uh, last thing on Eubanks for me is he set the tone with that block early. Mm -hmm. You know, Anthony Davis was feeling himself out there punching everything. And then and then Eubanks came in, got vertical, had the big block. And I think that set the tone for the team. Like, okay, you go ahead and bring that smoke in here. We got somebody. It also impresses me. It's six assists, one turnover, zero personal fouls. He went out there uh, and he, he controlled his game, too. It wasn't... Yeah. It wasn't wild. It wasn't filling a stat sheet while doing dumb things. He went out there in a controlled manner and took yeah. care of it. So, And uh, we're really excited because Suns games for the regular season, games that actually count, are just around the corner, guys. And don't forget the place to watch 
your Phoenix Suns is, of course, Arizona's family sports. Now, I will say you got a little bit of extra time to get your antenna situation figured out or where to watch on Arizona's family sports because the first two games are on TNT and those are blacked out, right? Yeah, it's only so those are TNT national. exclusives. Yeah, three of the first four are TNT exclusives, but then I think after that, primarily all the games. Yeah, it's 70, are be there. 70 plus, I think yeah. that'll be on Arizona's family. So 70 games in total, yes. 70 in total. So wherever you live in Arizona, visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. Great resource to help you find your Phoenix Suns games on Arizona Family Sports. Yeah. But like I said, it just gives you a little bit, a few extra days to get your antenna situation figured out if you haven't already gotten that uh, taken care of. And again, azfamily.com for all the resources. Yeah, their first game is the home opener. And you know mm -hmm. with that new Ring of Honor being unveiled that they'll cover that. Yes. Uh, as well thoroughly. So if you can't get out to the arena, highly recommend that. So. But if you do want to go out to the arena, you should definitely be using Game Time. Game Time is the best place to snag tickets without the stress. We had two friends here at PHNX tonight get D-backs tickets for $26. That's insane, yo. Yeah, I don't know if that's really something to brag about. <laughs> I feel like uh, you're going to find the best deal did, on yo, game that's time. That's true. insane. But that you it's the NLCS. The tickets were less than 50 bucks. That, that is wild. That's because me. game time is just that damn good. Exactly. They out ways yeah. to get you last minute tickets That's cheap. not a knock on game time. That's a knock on the fact that people yeah. were like getting rid of their tickets. I, I can't, mean, like, I can't believe that. Game time's listen, the best place to go. If you want to wait till the last minute to get tickets, we all know this. Yeah. We've been saying it forever. Mm -hmm. Hell, they were as low as $9 yesterday. So if wow. you waited too long, you had to pay 30 now, did they Did they say where the tickets were? I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, yeah they, they were so on, the, so on the game time, uh, you can look. No, and you can, the boys. No, when they went the tonight, where did the they go? Guys? Yeah, yeah, they were second row from the top. Um, <laughs> but on game I time, you can see everything. The they got in. Yeah, yeah they got in. They got you in the building, time. had a blast. Yeah. Sean had no voice left when he came back in here. But anyway. Who? Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, guys, we've been bickering back and forth amongst ourselves about this topic. So I figured it would be good to have a full on discussion about it. Jordan Goodwin. We're loving what we're seeing from Jordan oh, Goodwin. Awesome. The second but night in one, a row, we're going to fight about Jordan Goodwin. <laughs> one of the question marks about him are the fouls, right? So Jordan Goodwin played 14 minutes tonight. He had seven points. Let's make sure I actually read these stats correctly. Seven points. He had three assists, four rebounds, but he also had four fouls and two turnovers. Again. So, and a lot of his fouls in the last couple games have come pretty quick. He stacked them up pretty quickly, and then Vogel pulls him, and then he comes back in, and it seems like it's a little less foul happy, if you will. Is this something that's just because it's a preseason game? He's pushing the limits a little bit more. Or is this something that you think we might need to keep an eye on and Frank Vogel work with him to reel him in a little bit? Well, I, it, it's probably a little both. But to me, this is a guy coming into a new situation, trying to prove himself a bit, knowing it's preseason, so being a little more aggressive. I mean, just look at the LeBron foul. I, I don't think you're usually going to be quite that aggressive in that way. Some of them are dumb fouls. He's going to have to have to work on that. But I'm... I'm not going to be overly concerned, especially 
he's going to play what? 12, 15 minutes. Maybe. So, uh, you know, I think he's going to play smaller amount of time. So get out there and do your thing. I don't mind aggressiveness if you're going to be there in short stints. You want to go? Oh, go ahead, Flex. <laughs> go ahead, go. Flex. Listen, I, I talked about it to start the show. He came in at the six-minute mark. Suns are down 4-12. He comes in the end of the quarter up 24-20. He's very aggressive. I get it. I noticed his two back-to-back games with four fouls. I, I also believe that in the preseason, you don't go into the games worrying about fouls because you know you're probably only going to play about 20 to 25 minutes, and that's a lot. And so you got six fouls. I think you be you're ultra aggressive, and you. It, I think in the preseason as a defender, you're still trying and testing the limits with some things that you may not do in a regular season. And what I feel good about is that when I go back and look at what Jordan Goodwin did on a, on a Washington Wizards team last year, and, and actually 62 games, there wasn't any game last season in regular season basketball versus professionals where he had more than three fouls in any game. So this isn't a guy that's never done it, and, and all of a sudden we got to kind of see, hey, is that going to be a problem? I think 62 games of uh, regular season basketball uh, for the Wizards last year showed me that he can contain himself in the regular season. I think he's just pushing the limits a little bit in the regular season. I'm not worried, but I, I think my boy is here. So I'm not, I'm not saying I'm worried, but I will <clears throat> say, like, listen – Playing 62 games for the Washington Wizards, you might as well have been in Siberia and because <laughs> those games didn't matter at all. Not a single one of those mattered, okay? Now you're going to be playing in a Western Conference that's absolutely loaded. Mm-hmm. You have players in the Western Conference that absolutely know how to bait you into a foul. We saw several of those tonight with the Lakers, mainly mm-hmm. LeBron, obviously. Yeah. Like, and, and he picks up those fouls so rapidly like, it's hard for me to believe that we're going to get into a situation every single game when he comes off the bench and he's got to guard Steph Curry because Steph Curry's been lighting it up and him not pick up one or two fouls really quickly because he's trying to be aggressive. Now he's trying to set the tone, and I think that's also part of this, right? He's trying to set the tone that he's an aggressive player, um, and I think as he continues to do this, referees will understand that he's more physical by nature. Um, and And if that's the... If that is the uh, reputation that he builds, typically referees kind of adjust to that and let them those kind of guys get away. That's why it's never really happened for us. We haven't really had those kind of just pain in the asses. Raja Bell was one of those guys. Yeah, Raja Bell got away with some things, grabbing, tugging on Kobe's jersey, pulling him. He didn't get away with the hook, but you know, like, yeah. hey, listen, you're gonna get caught sometimes. So I, I got a question. I, I will. I will say that Jordan Goodwin's performance on defense has been way above where I think any of us expected it to be. Um, but because of that, he's he's going to build that reputation early on to build to get some of these fouls. Because half this damn league didn't even know he existed. Yeah, that's a it's fact. It's true. That's a they, fact. They, they, the whole West Coast he didn't even know who Jordan Gordon, he, he Gordon was. A, yeah, they, he was throwing. Or Jordan Gordon. <laughs> Jordan yeah. Gordon? Jordan Goodwin? No, Jordan but Goodwin? that's no fault of his own. No, that's but I'm right. just saying, buried like, away these with refs the probably Washington are like, Wizards. who's this rookie? This dude's yeah. been in the league for yeah. a couple of years. I also Bless. wonder how much of this is, is preseason. These refs are... They call they preseason they, too. Well, and they call everything tighter in preseason. Like these illegal screens on Nurk, three games into the regular season, that that stuff's not going to be called the way it was being called. Maybe some of these fouls with with Goodwin. It's just I, there's always points of emphasis, points of education. I, I keep bringing that up. 
I feel like some of this is that as well. You you know how when you're in a regular season and you got like last year we had Aiden, we had Jock, and we had Bismarck. And I remember having this conversation a lot and hearing it from the fan base and on shows. A ner a a a Bismarck, you got six fouls. A Jock, you got six fouls. Go in there and get busy, get physical, because you know you're not going to play enough minutes to actually get six fouls, right? Challenge accepted. No, no, no. It is fair. Go ahead. Keep going. So, so I, I wonder how many minutes is Jordan Goodwin going to play? And if it's 15 or under, he ain't filing out, man. So go be aggressive. Set the tone. I don't think. Oh, man. Go ahead. No, come on, dog. I I love this. I'm super high. I'm super high on Jordan Goodwin. Okay. I'm super high on, on Josh Kogi. I I don't think those two guys are the kinds of guys, stop flex, uh, (laughs) those two guys are the types of guys that you can just throw out there thinking that they're only going to play 10, 15 minutes or set that precedent for them to go out there and play like assholes and foul themselves out. Like, because in the fourth quarter, you might need some dudes to D up. Like, somebody's on a heater. Dame's, Mm -hmm. Dame's shooting from half court. Guess what? Yeah, Jordan, I need you to lock his ass up half court or full court or at least wear him down or get in his way, make him, you know, cause some issues here and there. So to just throw guys out there thinking that, you know, okay, I'm only going to play 15 minutes so I can just go ham is just a bad precedent to, to, to set. Okay. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I think obviously they'll talk and, and they'll make sure well, everybody's on the same page. But Jordan Goodwin and Josh Kogi, to me, we talked about Eric, Eric uh, Gordon being a closer on offense. Yeah. Those two will be closers on defense if the the right situation presents itself. The Suns are up by five or six in the fourth quarter, and they're playing against the Warriors. Yeah, one of those two dudes is going to be trying to guard Steph Curry the whole I, time. I agree. A million percent. It's not going to be Eric Gordon off the bench. It's going to be situational. But those two guys, specifically those two, are going to play such a huge role when we got to try to get in front of Jamal Murray uh, you know, in the fourth quarter I and agree. we're up by a few points, or Dame Lillard, or all the great guards in this league. Like, I'm very high on those, Christian but those Brown. two, they got to be careful. I don't think that this is, if that is the mindset that Jordan Goodwin has, I think Frank Vogel is going to nip that in the bud pretty quickly because he brought it up at home in our last preseason game when, when again, he was asked about, um, what was it, the assists or the, the steals? Steals, steals yeah. um, of Jordan Goodwin. And immediately the first thing Frank Vogel says is, yeah, but those personal fouls, you know yeah. what I mean? We got to worry yeah. about that. We saw it tonight. Yeah. Picked up a couple fouls. Frank Vogel pulled him out. Yeah, right He's after the LeBron going to eye make poke. sure yeah. that if that is the idea, which I'm not saying it is and I don't think it is, I think he's just being a little bit extra aggressive because see what he, what leeway he may have Waiting with some there. refs yeah. this regular season or not. Um but Frank's not going to deal with that. He's going to address it. He's going to pull him. He's going to make sure he knows, like, that's not okay. You know what I mean? You got to play hard, but play smart at yeah. the same time. I like to imagine that Frank's going to go uh, say to these two guys, go out there for 12 to 15 minutes and be assholes. And that's like the defensive strategy. Yeah. Be scrappy <laughs> as hell. Yeah, listen, like, be scrappy as hell. Somebody's in the chat talking about there's zero chance uh, Goodwin will play in the fourth quarter of these games. And I'm like, bro, I don't think you understand – his intensity and his defensive skill and really how great he is at using his physical assets to be a nuisance yep. to players out there. His hands are seemingly in every passing yep. lane. They're deflecting balls. Uh, they're poking people in the eye. Like, he's he's got active hands. Yep. Like, that's great to see. And I'm telling you, don't sleep on him 
by the end of the year, getting some significant minutes in the fourth quarter. Couldn't well, agree more. I, I also think you got to look at the offensive side, and he can handle the ball yeah. as well, which can help uh, on that side too where you may go to him where – it's not a Grayson. It's not. Yeah. Uh, it's not an an Eric Gordon, depending on on situation. Again, it may not be late fourth quarter, but it might be early in the fourth if Book needs a breather or Beal needs a breather, and you need a second guy in there that can do that as well. Y'all are probably gonna kill me for this because no and one's gonna remember it. this. No, no, no one's gonna remember this. <laughs> but in the bubble, we were playing the Dallas Mavericks. I think it was game number three. Suns were getting their asses whooped the whole game. They came back and won that game, right? There was a play by Javon Carter that to this day I remember. Guy got a steal. Everyone would give up on the play. Javon ran back, stripped the dude, got it out. Suns hit a three. That kind of built momentum. That was late in that game. And so for people to not think that a guy like Jordan Goodwin is going to be in the game and sit certain sit, that's crazy. I think I think Goodwin is, again, a much like Javon Carter. And he's a better rebounder. And people give him credit oh, for man, every yeah. game. You see him yeah. up there on the glass, grabbing rebounds. He's physical, and if you watch, if you watch some of these plays, this guy guards three people every possession. It feels mm-hmm. like so his IQ for the defense is right. I agree, man. The fouls have got to got to chill. If if he's still fouling people, a couple weeks into the season, y'all could all get on me. This yeah. is the other thing too. Is it's hard to see if you don't see these guys up close and in person, then TV doesn't do it justice. But right. we've seen Jordan Goodwin several times. Saw him at the summer league. That mm-hmm. was the first. That was our first impression. And from the waist down, I know you guys are all you know. You always jump on me for saying <laughs> this, but that dude is thick. He is thick. He's got some big ass calves, big ass thighs. Like he can hold his he can hold his own weight at the power of attack. Yeah, that's important because that's something similar that we said about Chris Paul when sometimes. There would be a, a, a mismatch, and a, and a big would be on Chris Paul down low in the block, and everybody thinks, oh, that's a mismatch. But Chris Paul was strong enough down low to keep guys at bay and push them off the block and make them feel uncomfortable. Yes. Jordan Goodwin has that same type of ability. Yes. He can push guys off the block because he is, a lot of times, he's lower, and he can and he can uh, uh, you know use his power against them. Um, so, I listen, I love Jordan Goodwin. I'm very high on him. Just don't foul so much. I think it's going <laughs> to... To get in the fourth quarter, I think he's gonna have to earn some trust though first. Yeah, I, you know. And, yeah, that try, comes. Yeah, because obviously, I think Kogi's the first guy you turn to in that situation. But I think Jordan Goodwin will work his way into that. Yeah, you know, Devin Book is two. I'm sorry, Atlanta, yeah. Devin Book is two o five guys. Like Devin Book is six five two o five. John Goodwin's two hundred pounds. Like, to me, your point, he's a strong dude. Like, he's bigger than people think. 6'3", 200 pounds, 6'10", wings, wingspan. You throw a Kogi in there who's 6'4", 213 with a 7-foot wingspan. Those are some dogs. So, he yeah. Fa- he ain't fast, bro. Just a little thick. <laughs> we ain't fast. Don't do it. I'm just oh, my bad. It's a rap lyric. <laughs> uh, we, we have a couple oh. super chats. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for sending these over. Thunder Stan sent us two, said first, um, I want to see Raja Bell energy against the Lakers. Don't we all? I mean, yeah, I know that at that. Then said, the crew needs to wear all orange after beating the Lakers. I don't look good in orange. I, I look like the either. great pumpkin. 
from uh, Charlie, that Charlie <laughs> Brown skit when I wear himself? it. So, how do you oh, always yeah. If I wore that, I would look like the great the Paul most self-deprecating you, man in the world. You, you want to know why? I think you look I'll let you. Because I try to beat everybody else to the punch? Exactly. No. But you know what? No. That's why Eminem did it. I've been working on Espo for like two years to stop doing that. But he continuously does it. It's his shtick. Yes. Saul, Saul wants to be able to get in the first jab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to be in jail. I don't want you guys to uh, We also got a super chat from Big Vernon. Thank you. We appreciate it. Said, Katie looking good. Year 17, Suns 2023-24 champs. Screenshot this. Big Vern, got Suns you. Suns emojis. From your super chat <clears throat> to basketball Cthulhu's ears. There was also another uh, comment earlier. Can I, can I read that? Sure. Is that okay? Uh, from Brett Winston. He said, hey, Saul, wanted to say thank you to you and Eddie for making me laugh earlier. I lost my best friend yesterday, and she loved to watch you guys like I did, so it's been a little hard to smile. Thanks again. Hey, Brent, hey, I don't know. That, that's that's a beautiful thing for you to say. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry that you lost your best friend. Yeah. I'm happy that you guys were able to share in the pleasure of our shows. Um, and, uh, you know, rest in peace to your best friend, and uh, we love you. Thank you so yeah. much for uh, yeah. For saying those kind of words. Yeah, you're always welcome here. Absolutely. Thank you. That's great. So no transition here, but uh, if you <laughs> would like to make I, you I know. Don't I had transition. a transition just read, in my yeah. head. I just had a transition plan. I was literally gonna say <laughs> thanks hard, for though. sending us money. If you'd like to replenish your pockets, do the Bet MGM Sportsbook thing. And then you threw yeah, me for a loop and now I'm transition, yo. That's an impossible spot to be in. I'm not even gonna try to think of a transition because there is that's an impossible deal. The love goes beyond with our partners as well. Basically, you sign up for BetMGM. <laughs> you use the bonus code PHNX when you sign up. You place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. And you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about this cleaver. <laughs> Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, <laughs> D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. And if you're bad with transitions like Lindsay, no, <laughs> no, but for real though, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Um, so, oh, oh, one other thing. Sorry, uh, multiple people have asked where I got this Suns cap from. I got it from Lids, but I got it like on a like a discount rack, so I don't even think they sell this hat anymore. So, sorry. Okay, one last thing. Um, we have told you guys about this last week and earlier this week, but just a quick reminder on Saturday the 21st, which is coming up, we are joining thousands of teams across the country for the Out of the Darkness Community Walk. It's an event that is co-chaired by one of our very own PHNX diehards that raises money for suicide prevention programs, unites those that have been affected by suicide, and helps create communities that are smart about mental health. So if you want and you can, you are more than welcome to join us in person or virtually. In person is going to be happening at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick at 9 a.m. again on the 21st or, again, you can hang with us virtually. Join Team PHNX by hitting the link in the description to help us hit our fundraising goal if you are able. It'd mean a lot to us. Um, and specifically to Leah and yeah. some people in our diehard group who brought this to our attention as well. So do that.
Thank yep. you for not transitioning into that. Yeah. Listen, Espo, you're making it worse. <laughs> Isn't Let's, that what I'm here for? You, I mean, you're on one today. That's for certain. <laughs> Is there anybody else we want to bring up from the game before we move on to the next yeah, thing? Of course. Sure. Oh. Eric, where's my camera? I, I was going to give you where's a night off. E? Okay, listen. I was going to give you a night off. Guys. <laughs> Let's talk about that beautiful shot. Oh, no. Of Chemezi Metu. Nine minutes, nine points, another three, three pointers. The shot is beautiful. Textbook comes on the figure, comes off the fingers. So beautiful. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just telling y'all, Chemezi Metu, man. I've been seeing the chat and y'all wanted me to do it. So I'm letting y'all know my boy Mezzi's the real deal. And he's going to play because the shot's impeccable. Just don't stand up when he shoots. Every time you stand up and get super excited, the dude misses. That's a great point. I'm, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to sit down. And by the way, just to let y'all know, side note, I am Chemezi Metu's agent. <laughs> it all makes so, sense. Are we? Now. Do we Let's need to sense. have like? Do we need to make this a segment where it's like thirty seconds of Metu? Yeah, oh, about all your moment play. of Metu. Yeah, there you go. Your moment <laughs> you, of Metu. You can give him if 30, he plays thirty seconds. Thirty you know, seconds he, of Metu. Listen, is, I'm, nine I'm minutes, fan. nine points. I'm on board. Listen, nine I, minutes, nine points. I, listen, he's he's got a good jump shot. He's been hitting the three. I can see why he should play. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that he doesn't have a beautiful jump shot. <laughs> There's a difference to me. Okay. Beautiful for a big? Yes. Thank you, Lindsay. No. You see, you you put Does things in such no. great perspective. Oh, my That's God. That's why I love I love working with you, Lindsay, because you see things that others can't see. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> no, not, not, not as bro, but, but others like, on the set can't see. Just, I want to just, I'd rather... Oh my God! Leo with the perfect analogy. <laughs> Flex is to Metu what Espo is to Frank Kaminsky. There you go. Okay. Look, look if what's going to happen to Flex if all we get from Frank Vogel is thirty seconds of Metu? How this come, poor man. How come I? How come? Okay, maybe there's something wrong with go ahead, me. Talk to okay. Me. Oh no. Because you have Frank. You had Jock too. Because you and Jock had an instant kinship. Uh, you and Metu now. Yeah. She has her sweet baby angels. Am I the one that's fucked up? No, it might be. Yes. Because so? I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Right. It I, might be. I'm like, you gotta like, look in the mirror. Maybe sometime, I'm though. just not like I just fall in love with a player, and I just cannot see any of the flaws that they ever have ever. Like I just okay. I, there I, is one. There is one player see, that you fell in you love go with, the like the opposite that. of us. And he Ooh. wore number thirty-two at Marco Simisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn right. I love that dude. He still has the state record for free throws, baby. Let's fucking go. See, because you, you go the opposite of us. We we pick our player that we just are all on. We're all on board with, mm -hmm. okay? But but like, why and though? Just because that's who we are. We just enjoy having a player to root for without any hesitation. Without any reservation, like we're just all in on them. Yeah. You on the opposite hand are all while, in while, on while, the players nope, nope, that you hate. Nope. nope. While Captain got it right, I was all in on some Aaron Holiday. Was that yeah, because well. you wanted me in on Aaron Holiday or, or hate, hate on Monty? Or hate on Monty. <laughs> you are all in oh, on the and game. I, and I had Camara. It's Come okay. Tumani. It's okay. You and can Tumani. just be a hater. It's all I was right. all about Tumani. I was all about Tumani Kamara too. Were, I was all were. about Tumani. I was sad when he got traded because that was my guy. DC so got EJ. 
You know what, Saul? I, I, I think hey, I get you, bro. Listen, I think Eric, I get you. Saul is not just old, okay? Because there's somebody on this set that is a little bit older than Saul. Not me. I think you're talking about Espo. <laughs> <laughs> I said not at first. No, girls. Not you, Espo? You're not? I'm not even 40. Uh, <laughs> I got two old men sitting next to me, and you look my way. We don't need to air out everybody's dirty laundry. It's all good here. Old man. It's all good. Anyway. You know what, though, so I, I, You know what I think you are? Yeah. I think you're that coach, that, that, that old school coach that, like, never told nobody they did anything good. No, I'm serious. Like I had coaches that no matter what I did good, like like I I'd have I'm serious. No, I'm serious. That's what Saul's mind me. He might me that old school gritty coach that just won't compliment you. Like I'd have 30 and he'd be like, bro, you missed three free throws. You should have had 33. I call BS. Saul's so, compliment. So, no, me no, but what you're saying is Saul's not old. He's old school. Yeah, old school. So no, but no, but but no. but but those coaches, like they were great coaches. That's not it. And they loved me. They just couldn't that's show not, love no, in the moment. That's bullshit. Because I show these people love every single day. I We're do. talking about players. I literally bought food. We're I'm talking not, about no, players. Not, so wait, 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 no, 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 no. We just said this is my time now. You just said I was a fucking coach that did nothing but shit on his players, no matter how great they did. So now I'm gonna fucking speak. Listen, I come in every day thinking about my people all the time. How can I make them better? Okay. What can I do to serve them? Because that's a job uh, as a GM and as a leader, right? You've got to serve your people, yeah, right? Yeah. I brought in breakfast for my crew that came in at 7 o'clock this morning Not to do either. my show uh, with EJ, right? Yeah. I brought lunch because we were all going to kick it and, and watch the game today. I bought lunch for everybody. It was just a whole shitload of McDonald's. So <laughs> everybody's got fucking, you know, artery clogs, but it's all good. I still bought that. Like, I care about my people. And I will tell you when you do something good. Like when you thrive, yeah, yeah. I will tell you, hey, you fucking killed that shit. Yeah. There's also some <laughs> other times where I'm like, eh, could have been better. That's absolutely yeah, No, I don't mean that. Like the way you run this, I'm not talking about the way you run. I'm we talking, talking about, about from towards a player basketball, love. like yeah. towards the Suns players. And some people can't handle it. Like you make me better. Some people dog. can't handle it, right? I had, like Hello said, I've been married three times. The first two couldn't handle it. The third one's sticking around. She understands, like, hey, oh, like, listen. Man. But she also knows how to give it back. So it's all good. It's all good. Will Will said, I like to think I'm Kobe. Kobe? Because uh, what does Kobe say? Like when they when they won like two games in the finals, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know how you know how how good does it feel to go back to LA up two zero, whatever? Okay. He's, what do he say? What do you say, Tom? Job's not finished. Job's yeah. not finished. Does that Job's mean not finished. Shaq? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's not a sure. good. Uh, by the sure. way, Will, Will in the chat said, I, I got Flex calling me old, but Flex is the guy that sneezed this morning and threw out his back. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. Come on, man. That's true. I guess you know who the old one is here I, on the set. Saul's like uh, 13 days younger than me, guys. Come on, man. Guys, both old. <laughs> Let's look at the beards. Don't even try for that, man. Come on, man. Lunch's beard brought to you by Just for a minute. Oh, that's calm. Y'all done? Yeah, Is your beard weird? Is your stash trash? Okay. Uh, super chat from James. Thank you, James. Appreciate you. Said two questions, PHNX team, if I may. Do y'all think we can take both opening road games next week and Ooh. agree to cut Bowl Bowl? Like Johnson, go PHX. Uh, yes, I do think they can win both games. Yes, cut Bobo and maybe even Keon Johnson. I don't know. 
Yeah. I do think they can take both. And I think if they do take both, Lee better watch out. I think Keon's the guy that's going to get cut. I think Bobo hangs around. I I think you're right, but I don't think it's the way it should be. A freaking creative player on the Lakers roster, Colin uh, Castleton, made Bobo look silly tonight in that four, fourth quarter. So yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> um, And that will lead us to close out the show with some Ish Wainwright stuff. So it was announced today by the team that they did cut Ish Wainwright. Uh. But don't cry just yet maybe maybe because the beat uh the sun's accounts social accounts tweeted out like the thank you graphics and everything to ish wainwright um like as they should but then they got deleted Not mysteriously so mm, and yeah. also ish wainwright is just chilling hanging out Cheering on the D-backs, having a great old time, not worried about nothing. Yeah. And Dwayne Rankin of AZ Central talked to Coach Vogel before tonight's game and said, quote, hopefully it's more of a logistical thing. Explore some opportunities to go elsewhere if somebody pursues him. We're big on Ish Wainwright, yeah. which you could read in between the lines and say, logically, they could bring him back on yep. a two-way contract, which they are allowed to do once he clears waivers, yep. which is now going to be like, what, 40 hours from now, something yeah. like that? It's like 48 hours from the time they cut him. So, See, yeah. I think the social team should have kept the graphics up and then in two days done a welcome back if graphic. <laughs> Just get to the whole arsenal. In Just the, keep in it in the days. tweet thread. Yeah. So we're not saying it's going to happen. We're saying it could happen, and I wouldn't be mad about it if it did happen. You have three two-way uh, spots available. The Suns are using two right now. They've got an open one, yeah. and Ish is perfect for that if he yeah. wants to have it. For sure. Yeah, so. I, I think it makes perfect sense. He's done two. You're allowed to do three. It's a win-win, actually, I think, for Ish, because you, you allow him to go hit the market for about 48 hours, and if someone picks him up, he's got a full-time guaranteed <clears throat> job. And if they don't, uh, he comes back on the third on the third two-way, and he's back where he wants to be. So it's, mm -hmm. I think it's a great opportunity for Ish. I think he'll be back with Phoenix Suns shortly. Hancho, nobody's hyping up Ish Wainwright saying that he's the savior. We do like him as a person. We think he's a good teammate. We do think he provides something on the end of that bench. Most of those guys on the end of the bench aren't going to contribute very much anyway this season. Yeah. So why not give the guy an opportunity to to be on this roster and continue to thrive? Because good people deserve good things. Yeah. That's how we feel. Well, and you need you need good locker room guys at the yes. end of the bench sometimes yeah. too. And Ish fits that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. You know, you you need that kind of guy in that locker room. Ish yeah. won the Dallas game on prime time last year that you were probably cheering about. It was Ish that hit those big shots in the fourth quarter. Four threes. That's right. So, I mean, I'd rather have Ish than a guy at the end of the bench that people are cheering for that hasn't showed me much. So, Yep. Um, also, the Suns did announce their theme nights yeah, for they the did. season. And uh, they've got some good ones in there. A lot of the classics, you know, a couple cool ones going on. But we kind of thought that maybe they missed a few, though. So here's what we would have added to the calendar. First and foremost, we've got October 31st against the San Antonio Spurs. It's churro night. Chucky churro night. Let's go. I mean, first 5,000 fans get a free little 
whatever. Damn, just 5,000 fans for a churro? Damn, you get, you get like right. a whole bundle, though, not just one. You can get the 15, first 5,000 fans get a bundle I, of churros? I think we're going to get a lot of our friends from uh, San Antonio wanting to come out for that yeah, game, buddy. as Chuck likes to say. There we go. So, I, I don't churros. think Chuck eating too many churros no more. He looked look good, didn't he? Yeah, look he was pretty slim he the other slim. night. He looked slim. Chuck claimed he hadn't had a churro ever, though, before recently. I'm like, BS. You played here for four years. I will say this. I never had a churro until... 2016. What's wrong with you? Okay. I just never did. I'll tell you this. I've, I'm 44. I never had one in my <gasps> yeah, life. Yeah, but you've been in New Jersey, New you've York. You've never like, had a I've never had one. What does that matter? Never well, had I one. mean, it's, they got churros it's a, out they there. They got churros all over the world. Yeah, they got you. My wife loves churros. I, I don't like them. I, 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 I look at you them. How would you know? No, you I, I just, had one. I had one. No, 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 no. I, I just look at them. They don't look appealing. I'm like, well, why? what is that? up with that? Oh, just wait till you see your teeth into one. You should go to churro night on the 31st and get something for All right, so hold on. Churros are one of my top. Babes, I'm gonna so. fix the bed. I'm gonna make everybody happy. Okay, Lens, <laughs> yes. you and Obi go anywhere you want in the valley <laughs> to eat if Brad Bill don't play. Okay, and if he does play, you bring me in the churro at some point. Deal. Cool. Deal. All right, there we go. Uh, that's, that's better. There you go. All right. Cool. I mean, Absolutely. You're still getting the ride to yeah. this deal, hey, but you sure. Be quiet. <laughs> you're taking like Ocean you 44. Be quiet. Meanwhile, you're getting this like three dollar churro. Why do you think right. I? Why do you think I would do my guy flex like that? Maybe that's, I'd be like, let's go down and get some tacos. There you go. See, that's why I mess with no, you. I don't why see you. why, why would you assume the that, that I'm going to just take this man to the cleaners? Hey, you. Because yeah. I, I think they, they, that's how they would do exactly. you. That's exactly. That's how they would do you. That's how they would do you. Saul would be calling but, but like, like Dominic's downtown. we go get some tacos. we go get a bomb private room. That's what he'd be doing. Dominic, I want the VIP room. Let me get that seafood tower. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's our next one? Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's Chris Paul looks at the Ring of Honor night. Yeah, oh. November 22nd with Golden State's here. He can see all the names up there that he will be joining. No, no, no. no, no, no. We're not going to have the argument again. We had it yesterday. Well, if you three wanna, out of four. If you so want to watch that argument. I think we won that argument. Do it. Go back and watch yesterday. Yeah. Okay, next one. Ah. Oh, Suns and Fortnite when the Nuggets come to town. <laughs> I wanted to call this something else, but we were told our DVR friend by night like what I wanted to call it. So something uh, for it is. Yeah, so we just bring out brooms that said 2021 on them and just enjoy the night. Just, yeah, this is less about Suns and Four Guy and more about just throwing shade at the nuggets. nuggets yeah. Bring the Why signs not? that say just keep Larry warm for us. You know, all that. Yeah. All that you know? I can't, I gotta say, I'm going to that game. I, I want to go to that game. Specifically to see Christian Brown, I think that guy's elite. <laughs> so I, I want to go to that guy. Yeah, I gotta I, see you this know, kid. I, I, I gotta I, see I this mean, kid. I, I, I think he's things. the next Tony Allen. I have heard people say that. I think he he's is, the next Tony Allen. I have heard that he has more heart and more hustle than anybody on the Suns. That's that what, is I, what that's uh, that is what I've heard. Uh, I would from like that to see region that of the country in person. For I mean, I mean, I I'm fascinated. Yeah. I think this guy is like the next all world defender. I think the second. I think at some point he's going to shut down Bradley Beal. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified for Book and Beal and KD. <laughs> at some coming, point in this season, it's going to happen. The second sure. coming of Jesus is what I heard on all the right, basketball court. All right, all right, on the basketball court, they will have a tough stand on the basketball at some court. point. They might miss two shots in a if, row. If you guys are a little confused, um, if you're a diehard, <laughs> go in the Discord because that's where this is all stemming from. <laughs> anyway, I think we have one more. April 3rd against the <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. It's Mortgage Beef Night. I like this. Winner, the owner win, goes heck 
toe to toe. Winner ahead. takes all. <laughs> if if the Suns win, UWM gets every mortgage in the world. <laughs> if the Cavs win, Rocket Mortgage gets every mortgage in the world. It's mortgage beef night. <laughs> I'm not mad about this one. This one would be so funny, though. You would be you awesome. Know, they, Go ahead. You know, it'd be like low key, really what? awesome. Yeah. And listen, Ispia has already done a lot for the Suns community. Like, listen, I, you know, and I, this is probably not legal in any way, shape, or form. But damn, wouldn't it be awesome if he was like the first 5,000 fans get 2% off their mortgage? <laughs> oh, my Let's God. Let's go. This I would be out the damn door. Bro, bro. Oh, bro. He doesn't have my mortgage, but I would switch oh, over bro. for that. In a heartbeat. Bro, there would be people rioting to get in that building. Oh, man. Um, that yeah. was way better than my idea because I was going to say they should do one of those big glove boxing matches at halftime. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, oh, oh no, that's oh, that. Yo, that and, and yo, people would pay for that. If, like, oh, pay that I think it'd be hilarious. If you guys don't know, <laughs> long before Matt Ishbia owned an NBA team, the he and the owner of the Cavs, Dan Gilbert, <laughs> who owns Rocket Mortgage, basically hated each other. There were lawsuits between the two companies. There and I believe he was the only one that didn't vote he, in the approving yeah. of HBI getting the yeah. sun. He yeah. was so petty, he couldn't just vote yes, we should let this billionaire in. He had to go, I'm not voting. Yeah, <laughs> I abstain. He's like, I'm gonna set this one out. Thank you very much. That's um, gonna be fun. Real quickly in the chat, Biz Baby is so mad at me saying that I hate the Suns and Four Guy and asking what he did to me. Nothing. I just said that because he's very polarizing among Suns fans. So it was just kind of like, well, we're just having a little bit of fun here. Don't listen, worry, everybody. I, this is including this is, you, Biz Baby. Listen, Don't worry. Listen, Biz Baby. Like, listen, it's not it, the guy himself we have no issue with, right? It's because of what happened after the Suns and Ford thing happened that kind of left everybody salty. Like the fact that we were chanting Suns and Four after we were up 2 0 in the finals, yeah. it really made. It really made us feel like, damn, we we kind of fucked this up ourselves a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it just the precedent it said it was just really bad. So yeah. we just so I was just disclaimering it. that it's just all in good fun and it's just this in case somebody felt some type of way. Yeah, but the cash guy from that same series, screw him. I don't yeah, like I him. Yeah, I think we're all on board. That oh, was just that cash like that. dude. We didn't yeah. like that the same guy that tried to fight uh, Russell Westbrook? Supposedly, supposedly that's what the rumor was. Who that's knows crazy. if that's real or not? What if he's one of our diehards? Uh, oh. You should tell us if that's you. If that's you, if that's hey, you, you gotta uh, tell us. Thank you for your support. I will, I will happily refund with all that money. Dollars? No, with all that money he had. I mean, buy like ten more you dollars. Got it. Sure. You got that money. Okay, we're gonna go. Thanks, y'all, for coming and hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow at three p.m. So play on for that. Until we see you tomorrow, you can give the show a follow on Twitter at phnext underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Hey, guys, I'm not ready to announce when my Ring of Honor night is, but it's soon. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs>